Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me at all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 82 of Suicide Squad. And the minute's going to start out with Amanda Waller pushing past Killer Croc and the rest of the squad. And the minute's going to end with a hail of gunfire on the rooftop. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm generalizing. I like the first 40 seconds. Oh, really? Of this I, minute. I like... The, the whole thing? N- uh, whatever. I mean, like, the, the whole part, like, the last scene in, mm-hmm. like, the uh, the hotel. Hotel. The building. Yeah, it's, it's Holiday whatever. Inn. Her pushing past it. Yeah, whatever. No, I really like the helicopter part. You, you I like, like I like, I like when, <laughs> I like talking over radio things. Mm-hmm. I like air support. Mm-hmm. I like those kind of, like, procedures in, like, a military thing. Mm-hmm. This this is suspenseful to me. Yes. This is more of an aha moment than what just yes. happened in the building. Yes, to me. absolutely. I don't yes. know if I was actually expecting what this was happening on my first run. Probably wasn't. Yeah. And this is what I like about, you know, the Joker part in this. This is this is good. Yeah, absolutely. It was one of those things seeing it in the theater the first time, I was like I, like, I think I was like, like Yeah, cool. Awesome. I, at first I, I didn't understand what they were talking about. Because I was just there, and I thought they were just... I thought he was just getting the radio... So what happens... Okay, let's slow down. Play by play. Yeah, play by play. So let's knock out the Amanda Waller bit first. Mm -hmm. Amanda Waller pushes past. She did her big, impressive moment in yesterday's minute. We get a good uh, quip from Killer Killer Croc, who says, I like her, and I agree. It's a good moment. The quip works. The general audience loves it. I love it. Moving forward. We all in agreement. Yep, it was good. I like Killer Croc. Um, and so now we're here on the rooftop, and in the moment, I like this. I like it very much because first thing is the the sound design. Yeah, the sound mixing for the helicopter. Yeah, it is very Incredible. very thunderous, very loud, very booming. It sounds like I'm outside. It's. Oh yeah, when we hear it. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like I'm outside and there's a helicopter surrounded by buildings and there's echoing all over yeah. the place. It sounds kind of like, um, for some reason, it reminds me of a Godzilla film. Mm-hmm. The way that that chopper is, because it's very, it's very, uh, it's it's very uh, profound. Mm-hmm. There's like, no, it's, there's no music in it. There's no no score. There's, there's no score. Right? Yeah. It's just the sound of the helicopter, and because it's like a Chinook style helicopter, mm-hmm. double rotors. Yeah, the double rotors. It's it's very heavy. It's mm-hmm. a very heavy rotary sound, and it reminds me kind of like that scene in Shin Godzilla where they're trying to get the helicopter up that has the entire uh, oh, it's got Jap- the, the Japanese the prime administration, yeah, yeah, the cabinet members in yeah. it, and it's it's almost one of those where it's so thunderous. And I and I really enjoy the sound of it. Um, but while they're trying to bring in this helicopter, uh, this is probably like one of the bigger moments for GQ, which is just calling in this helicopter. Mm-hmm. And so he's yeah, I'm he, sure this he, is like the most dialogue that he's had so far. Yeah, and so he's trying to communicate with this Chinook, who is there. Um, but I, I, you know, first time seeing it, like he's talking to it, it's quiet. 
but I don't. Ex- I didn't expect th- to say anything, anyways. So I'm thinking like it, it's just coming into his headphones, mm-hmm. and and then there's a moment where Deadshot looks at Rick Flag. Rick Flag looks at Deadshot, and, and he like nods like in agreement. Um, but it doesn't seem to be about that situation. It just seems to be about like, like the job is over. Yeah. Like everyone gets like this is the ending of the story. Like we get yeah. to go home now. Mission accomplished. Um, but then GQ says, "Boss, they're not talking to me." And so now, as an audience member, I'm going, "Oh, there's something wrong with this helicopter." Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, what could be wrong with the helicopter? It's a, it's in the air. Yeah, it's turning around. Exactly. And in my, I think in my head, you know, going back to the, the zombie thing that we. It's kind of like a zombie vibe with these eyes of the adversary. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you concerned on the fact that could they pilot aircrafts? I mean, they could shoot guns. Yeah. And, yeah. And Do you so, think they could fly a helicopter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And so that's what I was thinking at first was like, oh, they jacked the the, the plane. It's it's, uh, it's the eyes of the adversary. They got the, they got the plane. They, you know, they're not going to be saying anything because they can't say anything because they... There's just eyes. There's mm-hmm. no mouths. Um, they make noises. Oh yeah, they, they were speaking gibberish in the ceilings the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the street when they first when we first saw them. It's called street talk. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and so yeah, that's why he's like, oh, the bird's been jacked. Um, I think in the moment. It's it's good. It's good action. Mm-hmm. I think what always pains me is is I'll inevitably have to talk about the aftermath of it, and the aftermath always pains me about this. But Nate, who is in this plane? Uh, we got the clown prince of crime himself, Mister Joker. And sorry, guys, Mister Joker was my father. <laughs> Call me Joker. Uh, yeah, he's he's standing in the back of the plane. First, there's a minigun that turns around mm-hmm. and starts going off. And you know what what I think of every single time about a minigun? Which, what do you think of? Superman Returns. The Brandon Routh. There was that scene oh, where they were on top of the building and then he's gun? got the minigun and it shoots him in... Well, no, he pulls out the, the pistol and it shoots him in the eye. Yeah, but yeah he's got a minigun on top mini of the gun, building. It's in his chest. He, I think mm-hmm. he like just walks up very close. He does. He walks up really close and then he pulls out the pistol and puts it up to his eyeball. Yeah. Um... Which is cool. I like miniguns. They have a nice sound. <laughs> it is, guys. I've never shot weapons before. I don't really care for guns or anything like that, but I like them in movies. I play video games. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that should be the extent of it. You know, good on you, yeah, Nate. I play video yeah. games. It's good. I paintballed for a while. Yeah, and oh, no, and the fun. aggression does not transfer over. From no, I got annoyed playing paintball. Yeah. See, Nate. Yeah. Go see a psychologist. Yeah. And let those people know that video games aren't harming your life. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this minigun, it's Johnny Frost like mounting this, this minigun. Yeah. And he's not in a suit or is he? Is no, he he's in a, in a suit. He's in like a, oh, I thought he was in like a military garb. Is he? Let me see. Let me see when he yeah. turns around. I thought he was always in a suit. Oh yeah, he is in. He's a, in like a flight suit or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like he took the suit off a member of the of the crew. Oh yeah, I believe that. Um, and then Joker's standing back there in a tuxedo. 
Like a yeah, like a wedding tuxedo. Yeah, like the Alex Ross style. Mm-hmm. Which eh, eh. I eh. like that he. I like that he thought like Joker thought to. I'm reuniting with my girlfriend. I'm going to look nice. I like that. I don't like the so nail on the head. I'm not a big fan of that Alex Ross painting. That's just let's just get that clear. So like that, anytime Joker in a tuxedo, it's you a realize little, what you're doing right now. Yeah, right? I realize that it's so shiny. The sun is beaming right no, on me. It's like the guy from, freaking out my cat. Oh. <laughs> You know, Funhouse videos, it's like they have a window right in front of them. Yes, they do. It annoys me so much, and I'm glad that we're not on video right now because this is exactly what's happening. They've shown, um, I think they show like a video of what it looks like. Yeah. And they have a window right there. Does no one tell them, hey man, you're getting a lot of glare. Is that what happens? Is that what happens? There's like a beam, sunbeam right on someone that's in the front right there. I think they do that um, for natural lighting. That's what I did too. I don't care. Um, uh, yeah, so Joker, anytime Joker's in a tuxedo, I'm usually standoffish, but I like that he put the thought in like this live action aspect of it. It's fun. It's yeah. cool. I like it. The uh, the AK-47 he has is bedazzled. And is it? Looks it? Good. Yeah, it's like white and gold. Like the one from uh, Lord of War. Uh, never saw that is that movie. a video game? No, it's a movie with uh, Nicolas Cage. He plays an arms dealer. Oh. And he gets a guy a gold AK-47. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's uh, a really good movie. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm not ever really, I, yeah, I guess I'd have to watch it because there's Nick Cage in it, but usually those movies like uh, War Dogs yeah. and... Which is the one that Tom Cruise was in, like American Cargo or something? Like that was one recently that he was like. Oh, one when of he those. was like smuggling. Yeah, it was like uh, it just came out. It was called like American American Dream or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then uh, yeah, then then that. It was one. a Jonah Hill one, I think. War Dogs. Is that what that one yeah. was? Okay. Um, and so yeah. First of all, a minigun mm-hmm. coming in hot like that has to be just a saw like a complete oh yeah like a like a, a laser beam it just yeah. it just cut through everyone like terrifying yeah absolutely like that would just saw someone in half mm-hmm. um going off that fast or just explode it being that high velocity and those heavy of rounds like maybe just totally chunk somebody but it is it, it is pretty intense the way that it that it all happens um yeah, I'm just looking at that minigun now. It's like, if it was an R-rated film, that would just completely saw somebody in half. People would be getting hit. We only see one guy get hit. We do see we see two people getting hit. Uh, I'm trying to see if more people get hurt in this one. But we, someone immediately gets hit, and they just fall down. But then there's a second person in this minute who gets hit with such force, it, like, throws him back. Mm-hmm. And so if it's a good shot for, like... Trying to do action in a PG setting, PG thirteen setting, where it's like you can't be that overly grotesque in trying to be real, but you do a thir- PG thirteen comic book style version of it, and it's like they're like, okay, what if we just have them get hit the really impact. hard, yeah. yeah, and just do the impact of it, and then just throw him back. Um, so like it, it's a good technique to do that I, I think it's important for people who are trying to do action bits and they're trying to think well how you know how how best to do that well without like um i guess like losing the realness of it mm-hmm. um i realized that the minigun that he has is like teched out 
has like an enhanced scope on it. Yeah. And it, it's like it almost looks like it has a bit of like computer tech on it, like um, targeting. Or like something? it's like electronic yeah. almost. Like it's not just Texas instrument style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Texas instrument style with like the javelin and everything. Is that called a javelin? Yes. It's a javelin. Yeah. Um, man, I love that thing. That thing is so cool. <laughs> One of the uh, best weapons in modern warfare. I w- that's that's something I would like if I'm gonna go shoot weapons. You'd want to be like, yeah, give me a javelin. Yeah, like give me a yeah, rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like bazooka. I don't need to shoot. I don't need. I don't need to shoot guns that I don't need to be wasting my time on. Like, what am I gonna do with a shotgun? Shoot something 15 yards away and just, all right, I'm good. Yeah, oh, hit it. Yeah, and then it's like, no, give me, give me something that's gonna have like a computer built into it. Like, yeah, let me shoot a gun that like curves or something. Um, but yeah, like. Even a minigun with that kind of like technology is like, yeah, that looks that looks cool, that looks interesting. Um, but yeah, I it's it's a surprise he d- they like they shoot the minigun, but there's no care about like oh, Harley yeah, Quinn's just presence. Going, like is yeah. that is that ever? I thought about it, but then I at the same time I'd like eh, it's just Joker. So if she gets hit, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think I don't we're know. supposed to be thinking about that. What? That's exactly what I'd be thinking about. I just—I was thinking about it the first time I saw. It. I was like, okay, well, what if you hit her by accident? I go to a doctor. I mean, I guess it's us, you know, as the audience to be like, oh, well, she can't die in this, and so yeah. we had to just like. I'm, assume... I was just accepting that she just ducked and she's just not getting. I'm accepting that none of them are getting hit. Hmm. It's like, okay, he's just kind of broad shooting, just hip firing. I think one of the things that I'm, I'm going to have a criticism of in the later is that it does seem like a short um, action scene. Yeah. And and something that might have been like more of a, more of like a sub boss type feel. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a, okay, let's like, let's make this an event. Let's make this an excuse to get Harley Quinn and Joker reunited for a bit. Mm -hmm. Like, let's make this like Joker can't come back in the third act. We got to really focus on Enchantress and the team and, and, and the, you know, the reason that this film exists, let's have Joker do everything. Now let's beef up the action bit for, uh, you know, what is this? Like five minutes. Let's do 10 minutes. Like, let's make this like, a more pronounced sub-boss feel. And so they're trying to battle this, like maybe get Deadshot in there, um, people actually fighting back. Um, but I, I feel like it could have been drawn out a little bit more just so that we could say we had like a big Joker moment. Because I think this is supposed to be that, given yeah. that we don't get more Joker at the end of the film. I think maybe, I don't know, because like I feel like there was supposed to be a bigger moment with him and Arkham, breaking out of Arkham as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. again, we're kind of scrapped yeah. on it. This is coming from two guys that said that there was too much Joker in this movie, and now we're saying, hey, add, <laughs> add more. Do one or the other. More or less. Yeah. I don't like the amount that's in here. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's, it's it's a good action bit. Um, and yeah, I think this minute, like this entire part of the scene is by far the favorite part of, of the scene. Like 
and we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But like, for the most part, like just I the like beginning is, is the suspense. Yeah, yeah like I you, like this I, reveal. I'm glad you said that about the um, the expectation mm-hmm. being subverted because this is a this is probably like ten times more subverted than than the Amanda Waller one, and it, it is one of those things where like. It's like, oh, I expected that. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. And it's like, that's, it, I guess that's the point. I don't know. You're on it. That's it. That's yeah. the point. Hopefully it was a point because if it was a point, it's working. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's all I have for this one. Yeah, so man. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you could join us, other guests, and other listeners to talk about today's minute. Or any minute that you're catching up on, um, don't forget we also have we went through all of Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice, so you can check out all 300 episodes of that. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 83 of Suicide Squad.